Hi, I'm Ken. I'm Nicole. This is Under the Umbrella, an Umbrella Academy podcast. Not the off season. No. We're back. Season three, episode, episode one. one. This is our full length episode. We did our little tiny episode earlier this week. Right. Just after we finished watching episode one of the season. Right. Because we want to get our thoughts out there <laughs> for the masses. That's of right. Two. The masses of two. <laughs> Maybe three. We met a new person. That's true, we did. Yeah. So obviously we've been away for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And now we need to build up our listenership again. Yep. So if the three or four of you out there, if you can tell a friend, tell them that we're back on the air. Join uh, our Facebook page, which is under the umbrella. Yeah. And yeah. Join mm-hmm. our Facebook page. Share it. Help you about us. Whatnot. All yeah. that fun. Maybe we can get back to sixteen. Roughly sixteen listeners again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, guys, you know, um just word of mouth is really helpful for us. Um <clears throat> We, we do love to watch the numbers go up. We do. And it's just fun. This is fun yeah. for us. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, do you have the synopsis? I don't have a synopsis this time. I forgot that we usually do a synopsis of the episode. Wow. That's how long it's been. It has been a while. Yes. Give so me just now a I'm vamping minute. while Nicole Give me a minute. I got it right to... here. The siblings get to know some more of the 43 children in an alternate timeline. That is our synopsis of this episode. I call foul. According to IMDb. Agreed. (laughs) I feel like that's the synopsis written by someone who's never actually seen the show. Yeah, like, you know, when they did, like, Game of Thrones season eight, which I never saw because it it apparently was horrible, Mm -hmm. is, like, they just kind of were like, meh, the books don't even matter anymore. Yeah, right. I didn't get past, like, halfway through season two of that show, so I got nothing. Also, we're watching our thermostat just go up because we do turn our air conditioning off while we're doing this because it makes a loud, horrible noise. So loud. So, right now it's 72 degrees in here, and I'm already starting to sweat. Let's see how high it goes. We'll keep an eye on it. We'll let you know. (laughs) We'll let you all know. Okay, so, season three, episode one, Mm -hmm. Meet the Family. Uh, We did watch this a second time to record this episode so we can get our notes and our thoughts in order. Mm-hmm. Um, we have watched episode two at this point, but nothing else yet. Um, so some of the thoughts and questions I had from this episode have been answered already, but I don't care. It's still my really? Because I didn't have anything that was answered. Oh, really? Okay, no, cool. Nothing. <laughs> we'll it was get all... Some of my impressions were corrected. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yep. Okay, so episode one. If you listen to our quick little hot take from earlier... Mm-hmm. We both love this episode. We thought it was great. Yeah. Fantastic start to the season. Right. Very excited to see where else it goes. And again, as per usual, we just can't stop talking about it. So we've been it a bunch. I know. We've right. been having to like force ourselves to pace our way through this season again. Yeah. Because we could very easily just watch all 10 episodes in one day. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, we almost did that yesterday. We, th- we almost did. Yeah. It was like almost midnight. And we were like, if we start another episode, we'll... F- We'll just keep watching. We'll be here till So two. we didn't. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So we open on a train in Seoul. Mm. It is October 1st, Korea. 1989. Yes, Korea. Mm. Seoul, Korea. Uh, and it's very similar to the very first episode of season one, where you right. have the, like, look like teenage boy and girl, and they're giggling and flirting, and they kiss, and they run around, and, you know, like, like with the pool with the... Very first episode of the show. Do you remember that the other two, one, the <clears throat> first season, that the boy and the girl were younger mm-hmm. as well? Yeah, like teenagers almost. Yeah. yeah. I, assu- I assume 
both sets were teenagers, but yeah. I have, there's nothing that like backs up other than then they act like teenagers. <laughs> so that's my right. assumption. Right. Um, they're running, giggling through the train, and then the like glowing light thingies hit the girl. They come mm-hmm. down through the little vent and hit her, and suddenly she is pregnant and in labor, and everyone is panicking because right. yeah. Now with the first episode of season one, she's in the water when she has the baby. So there's like just blood and her screaming and things like that. And then she has the baby. This seems a lot more like, I don't know, violent almost. Like mm-hmm. you hear like ripping sounds. Squelching. And yes. And it's almost like, like I was expecting like alien, like something like pop out of her belly, like through right. her stomach rather than, you know, like a baby being born. Yeah. Um, so Yeah. <laughs> And then we get the narrator who says that 16 women gave birth on that day, which is a big deviation from the previous number because before it was 43 women. Yeah. So, and again, this is sort of addressed the next episode, but for this episode, that was very confusing for us. Like now I, I was wondering like, were there multiples for some women? Like, does someone have like triplets or something like that? Like, how is it only sixteen well, no, women? And how did it change so 43 much? Women. Yes. So that was a big, gigantic question mark I had. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had I had to rewind that one a couple times because I just like skated past it the first time <laughs> we watched it. So yeah. yeah. Now and also I know in our last little quick takes episode I said forty eight or forty nine women. For some reason I always think it's forty nine women when it's forty three. 43. I don't Stop know why. Stop adding that six. I don't know why, but it's there in my head. doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, there's new baby. Sir Reginald shows up. Yep. In his flying spaceship flying spaceship. Thing. Yes. And um, a very sparkly suit. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very spaceman. Very Elton John. Yeah, yeah. Quite impressive. I liked it. Yeah. Um, and asked, you know, his whole thing. Like, how much do you want for it? Yeah. And the girl looks terrified. And the grandmother whips out her, like massive butcher knife and he's yeah. like i'll chop you in half you take him and i think so, it's called a cleaver yes that is what it's called thank yeah. you cleaver there we go yeah, yeah. and sir reginald loves it he was like yes i like a feisty negotiation yeah. <laughs> and apparently gets the baby spirited negotiation. spirited thank yeah. you yes feisty yeah. sounds like something he would say though yeah it does kind of sound like something mm-hmm. he would say. <clears throat> sorry the cat keeps rabbit kicking my foot under the table oh, what he's being a jerk <laughs> So okay. Hargreaves gets seven children again. Mm-hmm. Once again. Yeah. And we have the same scene where it's like, you know, the seven nannies following mm-hmm. behind him. Different music, though. Similar. But this intro music is it's called Sometimes by Jerry Cinnamon. And it's... Jerry Cinnamon? Cinnamon. Yes. Jerry Cinnamon. Okay. And it seems very different. Like, it seems a bit more mellow this time mm-hmm. like this music like before it was like a very like jaunty tune you know like i right and this is a lot more mellow just relaxing song almost <laughs> right as they're all going um which i feel like kind of like provides some context for like he clearly raises this set of kids differently 100 percent, he does yeah like it seems to be like a less psychotic household <laughs> <laughs> More nurturing, maybe? Yeah, nurturing, yes. That's probably yeah. a better way. Softer. Like, Softer. He, yeah. Um, and that's just kind of, like, based on their behaviors later on in the episode. Right. But yeah, uh, so I wonder if, like, the music is kind of like a... Oh, yeah, that might be. That. Yeah. We do get to see most, if not all, of the um, seven. Let's see. One, two, five. Six. I'm maybe maybe I'm missing one. 
But we start with um, the number one. Mm-hmm. And he's doing like handstand push-ups like on the corner like the outside yeah, of like his on the roof of the house yeah and then does like this crazy backflip off of it which i'm like dude why <laughs> <laughs> he's showing off because then he throws yeah. a towel and you see just throngs of fans yeah how many around. how many towels do you think he's gone through <laughs> well it seems to be one every day yeah just from this episode alone but yeah so we see that and like they're like very clearly the the house is like almost like a monument to the mm-hmm. Sparrow Academy in this episode. Like it's very different. Yes, yeah. they have like banners with their pictures on it. And you see billboards with them and things like that. So like they've mm-hmm. like created like a business yeah. out of their... it's like their brand. Yes, the Sparrow Academy brand. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, they have the crowds outside, like with with the Umbrella Academy. Like obviously at one time they were famous and things mm-hmm. like that, but the show never really touches on that other than when they're children. And right. You see people like outside when Sir Reginald's introducing the six of them instead of Vanya. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is like, like they're all adults. They all very clearly like have fans. People know about them. Like their powers are not like this thing to be feared, but this thing to be respected. And like, right. it's just part of the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so that's a new spin. Right. So do you, do you remember all the, all of them we saw? So we see Marcus first, mm-hmm. and then we see Faye, mm-hmm. where she's climbing the... And she's got a crow. Mm-hmm. Yep. She's got her crow, who's her eyes. Yeah. Um, and then we go to... Didn't we go to the bar next yep. with Christopher and, and Ben? ben. Mm-hmm. Um, and like they're like living it up, having a blast. I'm not sure what time of day this is, but it seems really early in the day, yeah. but whatever. Um, <laughs> You know, like, Ben's telling jokes about how, like, someone's bringing them a bottle of champagne. He's telling a joke about how it's on Christopher. Yeah. And um, then we have Alfonso and Jamie in the pizza joint. Yep. And Jamie... They better get a pepperoni pizza. Yes. For sure. Exactly. Jamie kicks the asses <laughs> of the, the guys who were harassing the... And being dicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it kind of looks like they were being dicks, too. Uh, well, no. Mm-hmm. It, seems, yeah. it seems like at first, like, Jamie's, like, just they're beating the shit out of them and then they like say like they're gonna be pepperoni this pizza like that's when it's more like okay cool they're actually there to help mm-hmm. <laughs> but they pretty much steal the pizza yeah this is ours now um and i said this before in our little mini episode but jamie looks shockingly like a teenage Anne hathaway to me mm-hmm. like her mannerisms her facial expressions like like even the cut of her hair looks like it did and princess diaries and it keeps throwing me off yeah and then, and then alarms start blaring. Yes, and we're we back find in the house. We've got Sloane, and she's yep. on the ceiling. And she was also reading a book called The Jet Set Life, mm-hmm. which I have, I have to double check, but I'm fairly certain The Jet Set Life is actually a song um, that Gerard Way did as well with My Chemical Romance. Okay. I think. I need to double sure. check, but I'm fairly certain it's a, it's a song. Okay. <clears throat> so a little fun Easter egg there. Nice. Um, yeah, and that's all of them, right? Yes, okay. I think that's all. Yeah, I'm like, I think that's seven of them. Yeah, um, because, yep. Yep, so the alarms are going off, and <clears throat> these siblings, the Sparrow Academy, walk out into like a little balcony over the gallery area, and you hear Sir Reginald telling the Umbrella Academy team that this is not their home, and they're all shocked. No one knows what's going on. Yeah. Um, this Sir Reginald in this scene is very different than Sir Reginald in later scenes in this episode. Like, this Sir Reginald seems a lot more, like, well, it, pre-timeline. I, yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, I feel like his haircut is different. All of their haircuts are different. I was looking at it today. Ben's haircut is different. Mm-hmm. In the very last scene 
of um, season two. Mm-hmm. He's got more like a floppy kind of like emo haircut. And mm-hmm. this time it's all like it's more like spiky. Yeah, they spiked um, shorter. it. They spiked his hair instead. Yeah. Um, they pretty much all have different haircut or hairstyle in this scene than they did at the end of last season, which I thought was very interesting. Really? Even Klaus? Uh, yeah, Klaus did too. He, you know, he's, he's still wearing the same hat, but his hair's longer. No. Oh. And I don't, maybe they just Weird. didn't study their photos enough, or maybe they're like, "Hey, like we're gonna just show that like the timeline fucked everything up, and everything yeah, because, is different now." Because five, you can definitely tell that he's older. Yes, but his hair, he, five and Luther seem to have the same haircut. Mm-hmm. But yeah, five. There's a couple of points during various scenes where I'm like, he has grown up. Like, yeah, he he looks <laughs> a lot older than he did, right. which makes sense given that he was like. 17 years old in the first season he's like you know 20, 20 now, now. Yeah. <laughs> 20 he's got to be at least 20 22 somewhere in there right so obviously he's gonna look a lot different um but yeah i thought that was mm-hmm. interesting yeah and then the umbrella academy and the sparrow academy meet they kind of like face off they're all shocked to see ben yeah um and diego <laughs> of course asks his dad, who the weirdos on the balcony are. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when Sir Reginald's like, mm, nope, they're my children. And yeah. the house like, kind of like, starts shaking. Yeah. Like, this weird like, energy flow thing. Energy wobbles. Yes, energy wobbles. There we go. Yeah. Um, kind of like and flows its way goes, down yeah. to the basement. <clears throat> Do you notice that we see a rainbow backpack? No, I did not notice There's that. There's a rainbow backpack. Interesting. <clears throat> Excuse me. Jeez. Um, yeah, there's like a rainbow backpack. At some point, I don't know if it's significant at all or anything like that, but I'm sure we'll there's find out. definitely one there. Um, and it gets to the basement, the lights all start flickering and going in and out, mm-hmm. and the Eldritch Lava Pill is born. Yes, which is what we will call it. Yeah. Yeah. ALP uh, or ELP if you. <laughs> the if ELP. You want. All right, sure. Yeah. Um, and then he explains that he was. He adopted this set of kids instead of the original seven, mm-hmm. basically, is what he, he tells them. Yeah. Um, and it kills you, like, how this is handled. Like, the Umbrella Academy, everyone's bewildered and confused and not sure what's going on. But the Umbrella Academy knows that, like, they were time traveling and that changes things. Like, they know that. Mm-hmm. And then when he says that he adopted seven other children, I don't understand why they could just be like, hey, whoops, we've been time traveling. Clearly, we've changed some stuff. In our timeline, this is our home. Let's yeah. sit down and chat. But instead, it's like, you shouldn't be here. Get out of our house. And it's like, yeah. you're the interlopers. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, right. <laughs> that drives me crazy. And it's Allison who's like, get out. You shouldn't be here. And yeah. so, of course, they're super I jazzed. I mean, she could have just, you know, ended the whole thing by said, like. Quick little rumor. I hear a rumor that we actually live here and you don't. Right? Oh, done. And they wouldn't. It'd be done. Yes. Like, I don't. The room, the, the amount of times that she doesn't use the rumor just to like make shit happen mm-hmm. drives me nuts. I feel like it's it's no longer like second nature for her though because she stopped doing it because of what happened with her daughter. I guess. And so she just like it's like not second nature anymore. However, in this situation, you'd think it would like. I mean, it comes up later. You'd think it would come yeah. Now, she comes. But... She doesn't want like she like she's just not thinking on like the grand scale. Like mm-hmm. you know, she could have been like the last two seasons. She could have been like. I heard a rumor Vanya doesn't blow the world up. Like, I mean... <laughs> Vanya knows how to control her powers. Yeah, Vanya knows how to control her powers. <laughs> boop doop boop Like, level up right there. Like, I don't know... <laughs> I just... It just drives me nuts. Yeah. Like, that that she has this, like, crazy power to influence... I think that hers is actually, like, the strongest power because of just everything she could potentially do, but she doesn't use it. Yeah, but it, and it's like... Dude, Vanya's even starting to use her power. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like, dude, 
you should use your power. Like, <laughs> you have it for a reason. Well, she uses it effectively later and then doesn't use it again. But. Yeah, but yeah, it's so, so short-sighted. Like, she's not thinking of the long game. No. She's just like, oh, what can help me right in this She needs to incident. win that fight. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, Allison kind of like, Allison and Diego sort of like kick off the bitchiness. Mm-hmm. And then mom comes out with cookies and talks about how, like, you know, with, with, <laughs> she could have prepared. She had more time. But she's, like, all glitchy and not as polished as she is in the previous season. Oh, right. Or previous seasons, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's, like, really nervous. Like, I'm so sorry. I could have done better if I'd known. Like, I, I, I made a mistake. So everybody is nervous. Like, n- the Sparrow Academy is not. But Hargreaves and Mom are like both nervous. They're, like, super toned-down versions of their previous self. Yeah. Like, way too. I mean, and, like, and Diego gets all excited. He's like, oh, Mom! And the, the Sparrow Academy makes fun of him. They're like, dude, she's a robot. Like, why would you call her Mom? Yeah. So clearly, Gross. like, they weren't raised with her as a maternal figure. She was, like, a kitchen appliance that walks in right. their home, basically. Um, so, yeah, they make fun of him. They call him a pervert. Jamie spits something black at him. And it Weird you know, acid. hits him. Yeah. Uh, but I totally thought it was maybe like some kind of acid or like actual like barbs of some kind. Yeah, no, um, no. Yeah. Then we've got Luther and Marcus saying they should sell this the old-fashioned way, and then they have a footloose dance battle. Foot. <laughs> and and Diego's like, "What the hell's going on?" And Luther's like, "I'm defending the family," and he's like all like jazzed about it. Um, <laughs> all of them except for Diego are like not at all surprised by this, and like all the siblings start like going to like these like footloose line dances, right. and it's like this fantastic scene. And I love it. Obviously, Diego's hallucinating. But it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. um, they all do, like, weird little... Like, they all dance together. They all do different like, things. We get Luther yeah. Crab in the foyer when they're all, like, pretend to be fish. Yeah. <laughs> Which I really enjoyed that. <laughs> you got Fade when they're, like, the, like making gills with their hands. And um, one of the other ones is, like, reeling and, like, you know, fishing, like, reel them in and everything like that. And then there's Luther <laughs> and the Crab thing. Yeah. It's fantastic. Plus, any excuse to have the Footloose song playing just makes me happy. So, right. It's fantastic. Um, it comes back to, you know, reality. Diego mm-hmm. is obviously hallucinating and like, but zero time has passed. Like they're literally still like saying the exact same things they were saying before yeah. he hallucinated. Right. That's a long, like the, the dance scene is a good couple minutes long, like two right. or three minutes. Yeah. Do um, you notice that he has like tears in his eyes when he's done too? Yeah. Like, oh <laughs> he's no. He's like, oh my God. And then did you, the look Jamie gives him when like he comes back, she's like, yeah. Yeah, I made that happen, man. <laughs> I'm like, I know what you just did. Yeah. I love it. Ugh. I'm actually kind of becoming a big fan of her so far. Does she know what is actually happening? Or... I don't know. That's, see, that's what I'm curious about. Because she also has five hallucinate later. Uh-huh. And she doesn't seem to know what he's hallucinating. So yeah, because she just says they're a bunch of pervs. Yeah, so I yeah. don't think she knows. But right. I think she knows that he did hallucinate. And he's like, whoa, what the fuck? And she's like, <laughs> yeah, check out what I did, man. Yeah. There's a lot more... Um, mind shit with these ones Mm -hmm. like you have uh her that can like make people hallucinate and then you've got christopher which who knows what the fuck he does right he's like he he affects emotions right so there's like a whole bunch more like emotional effects affected Mm -hmm. stuff yeah like like the 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 umbrella academy seem to have more like physical physical type stuff yeah so it's just interesting to me like that that's what they they do yeah yeah but anyway, um, so let's see, where are we? Okay, this is where Marcus gives them 30 seconds to get out before shit starts. Um, 
Vanya tries to calm everybody down, but then Klaus has to go piss off Ben. Because that's what he does. <clears throat> well, it doesn't so much leaves. piss him off as to say, Ben, you look so much better dead than alive. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, like, Ben doesn't understand what's going on. He doesn't right. know that he knew them in the past, like, you know, another another life and things like that. So he's like, what the fuck? And <laughs> so all hell breaks loose. They all start fighting. Um, Diego starts fighting Christopher, who insults his hair. Because apparently Christopher's like r2d2 or yeah. chewbacca where they all understand him but no one else does yeah and then he's like this is error appropriate yeah, yeah. he he loved his hair it was error appropriate it looks fantastic <laughs> and then uh ben and five fight mm-hmm. five kind of kicks his ass yep he does his bam thing yeah um he tells him it's um it's I, you know great what, that he's alive or possibly horrible <laughs> and yeah. ben is very confused <laughs> i kind of feel like though Five has had, what, like, 50 years to hone his, like, Mm -hmm. craft, and he still, like, gets his butt handed to him, like, all the time, and I'm like... I don't think he really does, though. Like, there's not a whole lot of instances where Five gets, like, his ass kicked. Usually he, like, he's more of, like, the runaway to fight another day kind of guy. True, but I still kind of feel like he could have done better. I also think because he was fighting Ben, he didn't want to actually hurt him. Right. He's kind of like, wanted to, like, you know... Flex his power a little bit and then, like, get his power. Yeah, out of but there. he was, he's also, like, the number one assassin at the commission. But also, I think he's the number one assassin because he can bamf. Well, I know, but no that's what I'm can. saying yeah. is that, like, he has a bunch of training. Like, he didn't get to where he was because he's an idiot. That is true. And, like, I don't know. I just feel like he could have done better. I feel like he could have been just, like, bamf right behind Ben, just, like, chop him and then yeah. just walk away. But I think like, he's still trying to figure out what the heck's going on, too. Yeah. Like, he has to, you know, figure out what's going on. Ben's alive. They're in a different timeline. There's these people saying that they're, you know, their home is the Umbrella Academy's home, like all this other sort of stuff. Um, and then we just go to Vanya and Jamie in the foyer. Right. Um, and Vanya tells Jamie she doesn't want to fight. Um, and Jamie basically, like, kicks her ass. Um, <laughs> Allison and Faye are also fighting at this time. Alfonso and Sloan are just watching. Um, there's one Jamie, more that's watching too well Jamie is also watching after she like knocks Vanya out oh mm-hmm. um, and they're standing there watching um, Alfonso has like a snack popcorn <laughs> he's got some popcorn while he's just yeah. chilling um, Vanya gets up and then Sloane's like alright it's my turn uh, but then Vanya gets all glowy <laughs> but Sloane counteracts her by lifting her up with you know yeah. telekinetically and then slamming her into like the art gallery area right and makes some comment about oh an art snob and it's like <laughs> that was like the Dumbest one-liner Yeah, but ever. I kind of feel like that sets her up to be, you know, Sloan is Sloaning. <laughs> yes, I have a feeling that will be a term we use. <laughs> yeah. So then we get <clears throat> Allison rumors Faye, says she heard a rumor she couldn't move, and so she can't move. Yeah. Um, and she'd also, like, made a quip about her being blind earlier, and then we, that's when we, like, get essentially confirmation that she sees through her ravens, basically, right. or mm-hmm. her crows, or whatever they are. Sees, does not hear. <clears throat> Yeah. That's going to come into effect later. Ooh, I didn't catch that. All right, perfect. <clears throat> um, and then Alfonso's like, okay, now I'm going to step in because his sister's getting her ass kicked. Well, no, because Allison says, I heard a rumor you can't move a muscle. Mm-hmm. And then Blob Boy comes in. Yeah, and that's he's like, Alfonso, punch me in the face. Yeah, Alfonso, because well, he's seeing like, his sister's going to get her ass kicked. So he's like, all right, I got to do something. Yeah. And so he seems his power seems to be like sending the force of whatever yeah. hit comes like back to the person so mm-hmm. like she punches him in the face doesn't affect him but it like ricochets back to her and she essentially breaks her own nose right like just like the power of it um which is interesting this is the weirdest <laughs> and then she's like on the ground he's about ready to, you know like essentially curb stomper yeah. in the house and five bamps in and grabs her and takes her 
I'll swear. Nice. Yeah. Um, they go upstairs, and that's where he runs into Jamie, who mm-hmm. um, they like get ready to fight. And she, this is where like I love these lines. Like she asks if he's their mascot, and he bants behind her and says, "Nope, I'm the ringer," and yeah. then punches her. Um, <laughs> she hits him with the black shit. Ooze. <laughs> and then he hallucinates Acid. Dolores. <laughs> so I've already I've already called her Lizard Girl and Acid Face. <laughs> So. They're going to have to find a better name for her because yeah. neither of those is accurate. No. Nope. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so he starts hallucinating Dolores, who's apparently Italian. And they both and start speaking Italian together. And five is fluent in Italian, so that's new. Yeah. Hadn't hadn't had that before. You can't, you can't get to be the best assassin in the whole entire universe and not speak Italian. Oh, good to know. I'll keep that in mind. You should absolutely keep that in mind. In okay, mind. wonderful. Yeah. Um, and this is where like he's like essentially making out with Dolores, his mannequin girlfriend yeah um, or wife from previous episodes or previous she's seasons. pretty pretty as a normal person that's true she is yeah a little plasticky though a little but i mean <laughs> she is plastic so and that's where jamie like says like all you guys are perverts because like I, I think that all she sees is like i'm like making out with air and yeah. she's like ew gross do you think um, she can make herself hallucinate i'm guessing not yeah i'm gonna guess no okay um and then she kicks him down the stairs yeah uh, where he hits his head a bunch and Luther is having his ass just handed to him by Marcus. Mm-hmm. Um, and w- what I kind of enjoy during this scene is like, Luther's clearly not really f- like fighting to the best of his ability. Marcus is kicking his ass. And the rest of the I mean, Sparrow is, Academy. Is Luther fight? I mean, that I think that is Lu- like Luther's ability. I don't think it is because he's supposed to be like this super strong, like excellent fighter and things like that. And he's just like letting his like ass get kicked. I think it's. It almost seems like he has to believe in his own abilities in order to use them. You think so? Yes. Well, because I think he's really I, fucking I, slow. Actually, I read something that t- earlier today that talked about how like each character has to essentially like think about their power in order to use it effectively. Like Diego, he can't just like just like he has to actually think about where he's throwing the knife and where he wants it to go. Okay. Five has to actually think about where he's going to bamf to. Okay. Things like that, and Luther like actually needs to like focus and like think about like using his strength and his power and when he doesn't then nothing really happens because like in season two we see him take a missile to the back and just shrug it off right but then later on he gets cut by a knife like so like i think he needs like he actually has to like have like a belief in his abilities at the time he's using them in order for it to be effective and clearly he's never fought anyone who essentially like it can is on the same is level. on the same level as him, so I yeah. think it throws him off, and he is ineffective and yeah, and very very sad. <laughs> but I love that the rest of the Sparrow Academy right now is discussing what they're having for dinner. Right. Yeah. Um, also, it is super confusing because like they the way they move through the house, there are different characters that are in one room in one scene, and then like they're in the another room in like in the very next scene. Right. Which is super strange, um, and I, I think it's just editing itself right. i think like they cut things out and like when people are, like moving back and forth and stuff like that but like they're just you know <laughs> and it, it, it it becomes a bit more apparent a little bit later um because like they're they're all downstairs talking about what they're gonna have for dinner and then upstairs where sloan had just thrown vanya into the art gallery sloan is up there now with her instead right. of downstairs and then throws her downstairs <laughs> oh yeah drops her like but then suddenly sloan is also downstairs with her so um, well, sloan can fly True. Well, we don't see her do it, though. Yeah, we do. Not in this scene? No, but in the first scene, she is. Well, she's not flying. She's just on the ceiling. 
And floats down. And floats down, yes. But we don't see her use that kind of power. We don't see her use her own, like, telekinesis on herself, except for in that one instance. So we don't know, like, can she, like, jump out of the Absolutely gallery? Absolutely she could. We don't see it, though. That's my point. You're we, missing the but, entire but point of my... But we do see... There's more. Shh! <laughs> You're ruining my thought process. Okay. So anyway. Luther, so Vanya, like, starts to glow while she's in the air, and she yells at Luther to get out, because she knows what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Klaus runs into Sir Reginald's study and Sir Reginald is like really subdued. He almost seems drunk. Like yeah. he's like happy that they're back. And he's like, Oh, you're getting your asses kicked. Like, <laughs> like right. do you want a biscuit? Yeah. In his, in his sewing tin. <clears throat> in, in, in his biscuit bin? Yeah. No, it's his sewing tin. It's the, it's a, it's a biscuit tin. It is, but everyone uses it for sewing tins. Haven't you seen this? No. Okay. Well, those cookies people eat and they use them for sewing bins and that's where they are. It's a sewing tin. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Yes. It's very popular. Uh, but he's, like, really friendly, too, yeah, like, in, like, super chatty, and he's, like, telling him, like, you know, like, I met you all in 1963, and you were all so heinous that I adopted a different set of kids. I yeah. hate you. <laughs> um, and he's, like, super, like, super cheery about it. He's, like, but would you like some cookies? Like, here you go. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And then in the hallway, um, Luther hears something behind him, and backhand Sloane, who just two seconds ago was holding Vanya up in the air in the gallery, mm-hmm. and is now in the hallway behind Luther. Okay? See? This is where my thought process was going. Where, where did she come from? She's invisible. No, she's not. Stop it. Anyway, um, so he backhands Sloane. I bet you five dollars she becomes invisible. Before he, before realizing it's her, he apologizes profusely and then like introduces himself and yeah. he, and he's like hi hi and they're like all like a Twitter pated because he really has a type apparently. His sister. Uh yeah. Half sister. He's, he's got a thing for the sisters apparently. <laughs> yeah. Because and then... because. Even though they were not raised together and adopted in different timelines, they all call the same person dad. Right, yeah. It's creepy. It's weird. I predict that Luther and Sloane get it on. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And it's going to be very disturbing. It's going to be super disturbing. <clears throat> yeah. Um, then all of the other, uh, Allison and uh, Five, mm-hmm. run and jump over him and be like, we got to get out of here. Let's go. Yeah, like, go, go, go. And then Faye turns up and hatches. <laughs> like brings her birth which again Faye just a few moments ago was in the other room with the rest of the Sparrow Academy it's true uh huh and then suddenly she's in the hallway um five so she's got the you know her birds flying after them mm. five realizes he forgot the briefcase so he bamps and yeah. goes back for that and they're pissed that he does is, that yep which is disappeared why does he always do that yeah <laughs> and then we've got Allison and Luther in a room and like the, the ravens are like beating the door down. So not only are they magic ravens, they're magic ravens too. Yes, exactly. All of that. The double magic. Yes. <laughs> they can get through a thick wooden door from the 1920s. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> um, and so they are like, okay, like the door is like disintegrating behind them. And they're like, what do we do? And they're like, we're going to run for it. And they, we don't see them do anything else. They just, right. we assume they escape. Um, and then suddenly... The whole Sparrow Academy is in the main room, standing around Vanya. Yeah, walking up on Vanya. Yes. So Faye, who was just two seconds ago directing her ravens to break down the door to get to Luther and and, and Allison, is suddenly back in the room. <laughs> so is Sloane, who had just gotten her, you know, gotten backhanded by Luther and was on the ground. Right. So suddenly they're all back in that room again. Yeah. That's what I like. That's what I was talking about. Like, it's just like super weird how they don't. The producers and director like didn't like track them through and like give like a meaningful like reasoning for them to be where they were. Sure, it's very annoying. 
bad editing. <clears throat> um, anyway, and Vanya does her thing. <laughs> yeah. And at this point, Five like comes in, realizes the briefcase is gone, and then sees Vanya. He's like, oh, shit, Vanya. And he goes, oh, shit, Vanya. <laughs> and he takes off. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she does her thing, the energy explodes, and they're all like thrown backwards into the walls. Yeah. Vanya's about to get her ass kicked, and she busts a move, is what I said. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, then, it's so powerful. I mean, even Christopher, which I feel like is one of the more powerful of them, is, like, knocked inert. I don't know if it's powerful so much as he is, I feel like, less affected by the physical. Right. So, like, he should have been able to, like, possibly let the power, like, like flow past him, essentially. Right. But yeah. it still knocks him back. Um, Marcus is up in the gallery, and I missed if... He got thrown there, or if he was already up there. He was up there because he okay. walked up. He walked. He walked in as everybody was like crowding Gathering around, around her. Okay, and yeah, then, yeah. Because that's when he says that it's time for her to leave now. Yeah, because they're all like coming back, and yeah. So he's like, "It's over. Time for you to leave." Yeah, and she does because yeah. her hobbles. family's gone, and so she's like, "I'm gonna go now." Yeah, hobbles <laughs> away. Yeah, licking her wounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as she leaves, then the ELP starts growing and it's formed like into its like quote unquote final form, even though it's the first, <laughs> even I though it's, it's the first the final episode. Form. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. But it's, it's a floating ball of evil energy. Right. We right. assume red glowing. Well, we don't know. Nastiness. It's not evil. I assume it's evil. And it's not good. It's just a neutral. I assume it's evil. So it's NELP. Neutral Eldritch lava pill. Um, so they regroup with the park somewhere. Yeah. Um, they're all bickering. Five tells him he doesn't have the briefcase anymore, and they're all super pissed at him. Yeah, Luther tells tells Allison that he got his ass handed to, and he's like, "Look, here's your ass," and like pretends that he's handing someone his. He's, ass. he's never had his ass handed to him before. Yeah. He doesn't understand it. Yeah. Um, yeah. They all talk about how, like, the Sparrow Academy are dickheads, and Five gets to know, and he's like, the next person says dickheads getting a throat punch, and they all say dickhead, and he's just like, I hate you all. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because he's really the old man in the child body. <laughs> um, yep, yeah, so they're just kind of, like, figuring out, like, what they, what their next step should be. Yeah. Mom, back at the house, finds the energy ball thing. The Eldritch, Eldritch lava, lava pill. pill uh, in the basement. And yeah. she's, like, all, like, smiling and curious about it. Like, yeah. oh, look at you. Who are you? And she's, like, all, like, happy about it. Like, wants to go pet it or something. Like, I would be with a small animal in my house. Uh, <laughs> or a large animal. I don't know. Okay. Uh, it, it reminded me of, like, the evil planet thing from the fifth element. The big dark one. Oh, yeah. Because, like, as it gets closer, we're like, oh, my God, it's beautiful. And then it kills them. Yeah, yeah. And then we've got... It's true. Yeah. I kind of... I mean, obviously, this is going to be the new world-destroying thing. I assume it's the Kugel Blitz we heard about in the trailers. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I assume this is. I okay. don't know. We haven't, it hasn't been given a name yet. Yeah. Um, no, I, yeah. I named it. Okay. It's oh, named. Excuse me. excuse me. That is the name. That is the name. It doesn't matter if For they call it anything else. We should, that's what we the should name tell is. Netflix. I will be sending Netflix a <laughs> thing that says what it is. Um, okay, anyway. Uh, then we kind of like smash cut to... Some dude packing a bag. Yeah, in like some random cabin. In some somewhere. random cabin in the middle of nowhere. We don't know. Uh, um, he, he does pack six sandwiches, and they are yep. numbered. And he has teeth, and yeah. like maybe some dental equipment. Yeah, that was There's weird. a stethoscope in there. At, at first, like when we first saw him, 
I was mm-hmm. like, oh, it's it's Elliot from season two. But it can't be Elliot because Elliot died a horrific death. So it's not mm-hmm. Elliot. It just looks vaguely like him. Wait, who was Elliot? The, oh, the, yeah, yeah. The, okay. the crazy yep. guy, yeah. No, I thought they were him. aliens. Yeah. It's definitely not him. His name is Lester Pocket. Yeah, Lester and Pocket. So I because of the six sandwiches that are like labeled, <clears throat> I am postulating that he is somehow on a mission to go help the Umbrella Academy. Mm-hmm. Don't know how. Don't know how it connects. I'm just. I'm guessing that in some that he is going to come to their aid in some way. Yeah, or I have specific information that they need or something like that. Yeah, that guy is. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Well, because he also does like this thing where he's like, yeah, his and he hands like, are, like slaps shaking. his hands. Or yeah, something and like it reminded me of how Vanya has to like concentrate on one sound uh-huh. and like drown all the other sounds out to make her power work. Wait, and it makes me think Wait. of that. What if he is Victor? Maybe. But then why would his name be Lester Pocket? To, or what if, okay. Yeah. But what, what if, what if like all of the Umbrella Academy gets like elected into the commission and then Victor... Well, the commission—oh no, the commission isn't dead. Never mind. No, it's not. No. The and and Victor like works through the whole commission and then retires and gets to go somewhere, but in that time, he has had Victor being Vanya. Um, I was gonna say you're jumping ahead here. I I know, but (laughs) yeah. As far as we know. So, but but everybody knows that it's gonna be Victor. Yes, we know. Okay. Goes through the whole commission and then goes, okay, um, I, I'm i going to retire somewhere. But the, through the whole thing, you know, any kind of noise, like, can trigger her or him. So I'm wondering if change his name, move to the middle of nowhere so he doesn't hurt anybody, that kind of thing. I don't know. I'm, I'm really, I'm curious to see where it goes. So I do think it yeah. has something to do with... The umbrella cat, well, obviously, the umbrella cat. I think he has something to do with like he'll be able to help them. Like he is somewhere in the timeline thread, yeah, for them. Um, or he's an emissary from the Eldritch. Well, I, I was also wondering if maybe it's Harlan. Uh, if maybe that is Harlan, and for some reason has a different name for whatever reason. Like maybe when he and Sissy fled, they changed their they name. They changed their name or something. Although we uh. see later, I don't. So I don't think that's. But I'm wondering if it's Harlan. Because we know that when Vanya saved Harlan and gave him mouth to mouth, like some of her power went into him. We saw that in right. the season. And then he was like, and then he was like, similar power. And then he was playing then, with the sparrow at the end. And... Right. And then this is going on. Well, it's going to go way far ahead. Don't skip ahead yet. Okay. Never mind. Don't skip ahead yet. Okay. Anyway. On. So. So, yeah. So we're. That is the. Dude, who is, okay. yeah. Yeah, creepy, Lester. weird guy. Strange Lester Pocket with his six sandwiches. Yeah. And his suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got Alice. There's still the, the Umbrella Academy is walking along, like, like in some park area. Um, everyone around them is, like, dressed in, like, fairly colorful clothes, I'm noticing. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, you know, like, very light, happy atmosphere, which is very different than, like, the general atmosphere from right. the other seasons. Yeah, because it was pretty, like... Very dark. dark? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they're all wearing black and everyone's staring at them and they're, yeah, and they're all bleeding and everything. <laughs> what did I say? The crew starts to hobble. 
let's and then they start talking about let's get someplace clean our cuts yeah and well because allison's insisting on leaving to go find claire immediately mm-hmm. which again you know the timeline has changed what makes you think that claire is gonna be there for she's you? i don't know she, she I, I sort of get like the the need to find your child though i i get it you know? i get that but like it's also horribly irrational she, but yeah horribly irrational and she's already left claire once mm-hmm. like why is this like i don't know it just drives me crazy like yeah. you're already i don't know anyway this is where vanya uh, kind of like takes charge and is like okay we need to go find somewhere to get cleaned up yeah. deal with our injuries and then you can go find your daughter yeah. like, and then luther tries to insult the uh, <laughs> academy really badly and luther's it 100 percent. yep he, he <laughs> yep and even diego's like come on man you can do it you can, you do, can it. do it yeah <laughs> was it diego or was it klaus it's one, klaus one of the brothers is like it's you klaus. can do it and he's like so close <laughs> yeah he, he said they're smug 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 smugness, smugness. yeah <laughs> nerds <laughs> And then, so, we have, they're talking about, like, where they need to go find somewhere that they can go. Um, and Klaus takes them to the Hotel Obsidian, Dude. which is a super creepy place. Weird. It's weird, it, and I'm pretty sure it's the new Gritties. Or it's the Gritties <laughs> of this season. Right? And so, it made me think of, like, like a super luxe hotel crossed with, like, a cursed ghost hotel. Okay, so that's, I, like, I was going to talk to you about that, because, like... When he starts, like, saying, like, all the people that have stayed there, and I mm-hmm. didn't write all of them down, but, like, he says, kings like, and queens, he says, like, queens and, like, all this stuff, and they, like, flash to people, mm-hmm. and there's, like, people that fill those roles, and I'm, like... Yeah, you got, like, like the super, like, like bougie, upscale people with, like, their martinis and their, their like, really dark sunglasses, yeah, and, and then, then you then got, like, the creepy old man, like, pushing the cart Yeah, and there's a creepy like, old man pushing forever. the cart, <laughs> and then he says there is, like, some, like... English dignitaries, that, like uh-huh. uh, uh, military, and there's dude in in English military fatigues, yeah. like, and then there's just people that seem like they're from all different eras, and I'm like, wait, is this like, like the guy? The guy in the military uniform to me looked like something from like the 1920s or something, and I'm like, is this like a cursed haunted hotel? That's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> I was it's, like, it's obviously somewhere that he would go to like hide out and use too. Right. So like the hotel itself doesn't seem that and it's transcendent luxurious yeah because there's nothing else that's like the same mm-hmm. quote-unquote and this is he's been here before which is kind of like yes well so I, I wonder if the hotel is like a is like a commission spot oh that's interesting and it just stay, it's like it's like an anchor point that stays mm-hmm. so like the commission can go can always go there can go and like stay there interesting thought i like it yeah i'm yes. just wondering if it's like transcendent yeah so it's a really, super interesting place. Like everyone's like looking at them. Um, they walk over to the front desk. Allison goes to find a message. A and, yeah, and she leaves a message for Patrick. Yeah. Which again, how would yeah. they even know who she is? But whatever, she's clearly <laughs> stressed out. Yeah. The front desk guy, because um, so Klaus is like, I've been here before. They know me here. And the front desk guy is like, I have no idea who you are. And he's like, See, they're super circumspect. They won't tell it. And the guy's like, yeah. Whatever, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Please so, stop. Please stop scaring my dog. Yes. And so like, I can't tell like. Does he actually not know who Klaus is? Or because I assume he doesn't since that's a different timeline. Or right. is he l- like literally just like so good at his job? He's like, I don't know who you are. What? Right. A person? Shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he tells them that they have to pay cash up front. They all empty their pockets and have nothing but a ridiculous amount of condoms. And that's about it. <laughs> uh, well, Diego tries to give him a knife. That's true. And then that hand knife. comes and is like, no, don't do that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then Luther gives him his, wa- his wristwatch. And right. he's like, what is this for? Or what is this good for? And he gives him two rooms. Yeah. 
for an indeterminate amount of time. Yes. Like yeah, I've, no I've listened to you on the phone before and I'm like, you always give them how much time they have. And he's just like, yeah, two rooms. There you go. <sighs> For, for those who don't get the phone reference, I work in hospitality, handling oh, reservations right. for people that are traveling. So, yes. I, <laughs> I tell them when they are expected to leave. <laughs> yes. Because I want them out of my hotel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. then, we've so Allison walks back up to leave her message and grabs one of the keys and goes, let's Brady Bunch this bitch. Yeah. And whatever that means. And then I assume Diego, he's sharing rooms. Yeah. And then Diego is still attempting to get Hargreaves approval yes like like, He's like we're gonna really we're gonna, really we're gonna go kick their asses and we're gonna smack dad till he admits that we're, we're, we're better we're yeah better than they are and they're all like diego let's just just, just come on come on diego. yeah and they like placate him to get him to yeah, like, like, go upstairs it reminded me of like a puppy like come on puppy come yeah. on it's okay don't worry about it let's yeah. just go we'll figure this out yeah. and he's like oh okay, okay let's go okay. Down, let's go in the elevator yeah i feel like they're changing so like like diego is more of like the idiot in this season than luther or they're equally oh i don't idiots. know but we'll see it's only episode one. We'll see how it goes. I mean, uh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> episode two, Luther's still an idiot. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but he I, is. I he don't just... think that'll ever change. No. Um, so then we flash back to the Sparrow Academy. Uh-huh. They are running on treadmills in like the state-of-the-art gym while they're talking about the fight. Yeah. Um, and kind of like parsing it. Ben wants to go after them. So that, that was also one of the things that Diego had said, that he knows they're coming after us because that's what I would do. And then you flash to Ben and Ben was like, we need to go after them. Right. Because I mean, he is their brother, you know, but just raised differently Um, or in a different timeline, I guess. Uh, But Marcus is super pissed off that Vanya managed to take them all out. And he like stops the treadmill and yells at all of them and shows them on like the video because apparently everything is wired in their house. Yeah. Um, And like shows them the video and he's like, she did that in 30 seconds. She kicked all your asses, which yes, but I also mean, she was injured. And the rest of them kind of like got up and were ready to fight again, pretty damn quickly. Right. Well, and but also, I don't know why he's so scared because Sloane like literally counters Vanya. Yeah. She like tosses her she across just goes, the room and because Vanya takes like a second to mm-hmm. get up and going, and Sloane's just like, yeah, and she's gone. Like you know, just waves her hand and she's done. Like and when he talks about essentially, he's worried about their brand mm. because like they clearly like gain income from fighting. Whoever. Right. And they haven't gone up against like any, you know, bad guys recently that were like really a good, Tough. like a yeah. fair fight for them. Um, and he's worried that like if this gets out, it'd be super bad for business, basically. Right. So he wants to make sure it's locked down tight and they actually do defeat the Umbrella Academy. Yeah. Um, and then Sir Reginald comes su- in. Well, n- no, well, Marcus summons. Yes. Well, Reginald. we don't see that, but Sir Reginald comes in and says, I was summoned. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he, he um, says, I was someone number one, or number one, you summoned me, or something like that. Yeah. So he's, you know, in like in pre- the previous time of the Umbrella Academy, when Hargreaves would, you know, call him, like, number one, number seven, number five, it was more like, it was felt demeaning. Yeah. And in this, it's like, it's almost like he's saying, sir. Like, you summoned right. me number one? Like, oh, my God. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, oh, so it's very, he feels, very deferential. Yeah, he feels... I don't know. He feels super weird. Like, yeah, just kinda... he's really subdued, very deferential. Like, like clearly, puppy, like, they're of. the ones that run things. He just happens to, like, be the money, is what right. it seems like. Um, and they ask for some information about the Umbrella Academy. And he says they're basically losers. Um, and, like, talk about, like, how, like, you know, they have, like, no loyalty for each other. Like, all they do is fight. They're a bunch yeah. of idiots. But then he says, but they did save the world in 63. Otherwise, you wouldn't all be here. Yeah. So, maybe, and he's kind of like, maybe I miss that, like... 
mm-hmm. or underestimated them and like yeah. like it's almost like to himself like maybe, maybe i'm an idiot yeah and then marcus is like we'll give a full rundown to christopher mm-hmm. which is kind of weird like I, I i really want to know more about what christopher like how yeah. christopher works well, doesn't he like almost like shoot like christopher like almost like ushers so much out. like out of the room and he's like yeah yeah yeah, yeah i heard you kind of like that and yeah. like <laughs> So, it's super weird. Yeah, it seems almost like like he's. It feels like he's being controlled in some way. Right. That's kind of what. That's kind of like, what I feel. Christopher can con- like control him. I don't know. Like maybe. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe he's just afraid of his own children. That happens. Right. <laughs> um. So back in the room at the Hotel Obsidian, Luther's got a concussion. Clearly, he's like like bouncing on this camp bed, and he's like, "Dad, so I never go to camp." And he's like all excited to be there. <laughs> I mean, um, are you sure he's got a concussion? Are you? Are you do you I'm think fairly he's just... certain he's concussed, but he's also just you know. You're an idiot. Yeah. Uh, Diego's being whiny because he doesn't like the room. He doesn't want to share. He's sick of everybody's uh, yeah. like, you know, like all the shit. Um, Klaus is peeing out the window. Yeah. Uh, Five just wants to rest and like yells at Diego for not letting him rest. <laughs> um, yeah. and then, so they're just kind of like sniping at each other in the boys' room. And then I think uh, some point when they're when Diego is upset. Uh, five is like, can I just have five minutes He's like, to relax instead of thinking about all the kinks like that are happening right now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, he's annoyed. And then as we transition from um, from the boys' room to the girls' room, we transition through a hall, and mm-hmm. there's two older ladies holding two enormous white cats. I, I assume they are ghosts that are trapped in this hotel. That's 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 my assumption. You think there could be nothing else. They are doomed to roam this hallway with their ghost cats. <laughs> that has to be it. Nothing it's else makes sense. So weird. It's just so weird. <laughs> I, yeah. I want more information about the hotel obsidian. Yeah. Um, and then the girls start to reminisce about 1963. Yeah. They're talking about how they left Sissy and Ray. Um, Allison talked about how, you know, like she last night was sleeping with her fantastic husband, right. which like, which but she's bugs also like me. frantic to see Claire, but she's also like my husband is sixty three. Like, would you want to go back and give up your daughter? Like, yeah. sorry, I didn't mean to kick you. I didn't know you were down there. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Okay, sweet kitty cat. Yeah. And then um, you know, Vanya about how she kissed Sissy goodbye just a few hours ago, and she was like, give or take, you know, a few years. Fifty years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then Allison says that they better not have left them behind just to die in some stupid superhero turf war. Yeah, and she was like, Which, oh, she's the one that kind of started the fight. So right, right. And she's like, we can handle him. We just got caught off guard. Yeah. And then Vanya says, you should go to the airport yeah, and get back to your normal life. Go find Claire. Go do it. And, you know, Allison's like, but, you know, you need me. And she's like, it's fine. She's like, the six of us can handle it. You go find your daughter. Yeah. Um, I mean, and they the five have, like, of us. Yeah. No. Yeah. Sorry. Five. Sorry. <laughs> Seeing Ben, you know, yeah. <clears throat> threw me off. Um, but anyway, they had, they had like a, kind of like a sweet moment. Um, uh-huh. They hug and then Allison leaves. Um, so Vanya's laying down on the bed and looks at the window and sees the billboard for the Sparrow Academy. And like the, the tag, is there like, like looking down from the billboard and like the tag is like, we're always watching. Yeah. <laughs> or something like, or we always see you or something yeah, like that. Right. And then and Vanya hatches a plan. She does. But first we see Lester. Lester Pocket again. He's on that crowded bus with lots of noise, kids crying and whining and all of that. Um, it, like Which is something I actually kind of enjoy your uh, that he's Harlan, Harlan thing because the age that's, is roughly the age right. is roughly right, and someone that has that kind of disability would get super overwhelmed, mm-hmm. like he's getting um, in in that. Yeah, and he uses 
like, so he puts on his headphones and he goes through his suitcase or like some box yeah. and he's got different sounds and he, he's Picks like on bees. tape and he selects bees. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and then interesting. Like, it like drowns out the sound. He calms down. Out, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm liking this whole, it could be Harlan thing more yeah. and more as I, as I see more scenes of this guy. Because isn't Harlan, all of Harlan's parents are gone, right? Yes. Well, yeah, because Sissy was his mom. Yeah. And yeah. So. Oh, yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're back to Vanya mm-hmm. as with Marcus. Or no, she stands outside. She's outside the Sparrow Academy while Marcus is working out. So it oh, seems yeah. to be the mm-hmm. next day. She's in like the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so he, you know, does his flippy thing, tosses his his towel, and then looks, and then looks down. down and sees her. Yeah. Um, which and then they're essentially is like her, like. Calling him out. Ca- yeah. Yeah. And then. We've, Vanya grows a fucking backbone. Yes. Oh, I, I loved this scene. Yeah. This was a fantastic scene. They're sitting at some coffee shop discussing a truce. Uh-huh. Um, and Marcus, first of all, like mistakenly thinks that the two teams sent their number one. So oh, she's yeah. like, nope, I'm number seven. And <laughs> yeah. he's like, well, someone made a, like someone messed up. Someone made a mistake there, which I said this in our little hot takes thing. I think this was a huge missed opportunity for Vanya to like put some fear into Marcus's heart where she, she could have been like, yeah, if I'm number seven, think how good. I the mean, she kind of does that because she like makes like the lights start to flicker. She does, and, but like, she also makes it like, 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 I don't think she needs I'm, to though. No. And I, and she's and she's, I feel like she's, um, uh, just starting to learn that like, Oh, I can have a backbone. Yeah, like, like well, I, also I, I think like she's fi- finally started to feel like the extent of her powers too. Right, and she even tells him, you know, like because he basically is like, "We just kicked your asses." Like, what makes <laughs> you think you can stand it, hold a candle to us? Yeah. And she's like, "You might be better than my team, but you are not better than me." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's where she's like, "I ended the world twice." Yeah, and I will. You're end you. you're just meat in a bag, like basically. meat in spandex. Thank you, meat in spandex. Yes. Um, and I, I love that. Like she like looks him dead in the eye and she's like, I will end you here. <laughs> yeah. And that's when like everything starts like rattling and he's like, what is happening around me? And it like really freaks him out. And he just very clearly shaken. Right. And um, she used her heartbeat that time. Yes. She wasn't yeah, using she used her heartbeat else. again. Yeah. With, like she did in the, um, which was, in which the is box thing. Yeah. Which is nuts. Mm-hmm. Like she just kind of like, that was, that's what she used. And I was like, Oh, I love okay. it. Yeah. I, I really love that scene. I think it was fantastically acted on yeah. both sides. So, and this is where Marcus is like, what do you want? And she's like, you have something I need. I want it back. Yeah. And it, we right. assume it's a briefcase. Yeah. And then the raven flies away. Uh-huh. Well, and then the raven comes back and flies into Faye, right? And she's like, oh, well, they're making a deal. But... And then Ben says can't handle it. Yeah, but she can't hear but through she, the raven. She might be able she to tell, though, because like, they're... You know they're sitting calmly talking, so she might just like infer that they're right. they're hatch- like you know they're planning something. Right. I, I don't know. It just kind of like it feels like she's being super rash without mm. like she she and Ben seem to be like kind of on the same level, like in terms of like their reactivity. Yeah. And like wanting to prove themselves. Right. <clears throat> and that's when Ben is like, "I'll handle it." Well, like, yeah. handle it how? Like, what are you gonna do, man? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Um, and then we've got. Some of the brothers at, or the brothers at the bar, at uh-huh. the hotel. And again, so they have no money. Like, they can't, like, They have no money, they have but they, no they money, have but they've got Chinese food. Chinese food, yeah. <laughs> um, and they didn't have any, but they didn't have, like, the, a rumor person or anything yeah. like that. So it's like, what, how? 
And then um, five comes down like he, you know, apparently this place has a spa or a steam room or something. Um, he had a schwitz and yeah. he relaxed. He chilled out and he says that he thinks that they are in the clear, except for two potentially significant issues. And they're and like, great, man, eat, what? And then Diego's like, spit it out, boomer. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, and then he says that they're in the clear, except that in their current their ter- current timeline doppelgangers, which they have to explain what a doppelganger is. Yeah. Um, and then they refer to them as doppels, which I love. Um, <laughs> they're probably still alive. And he tells them if they ever come across their doppel, and then Klaus interjects with, we should sleep with them. Diego says, kill them. And Luther's like, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Five is like, avoid them. You yeah, stay dicks. away from them. Yeah. <laughs> I just love how Luther's like, dude, what? And then Klaus's response is, like, you wouldn't climb Luther Mountain. Oh. <laughs> Nope, that guy scares me. I but I can not. easily see Klaus going nuts on his own, on his own, himself. Why not? He would know exactly what you like, right? Right? So, yeah. yeah. Um, um, and then a knife hits the back of Diego's chair. Mm-hmm. And Diego just kind of like stands up, says, I'm out. And well, he sees Lila. He turns and sees her. Yeah. And, and then he, says, we're back. And he runs off. Yep. And it's like, dude, you guys don't care where any of your siblings are going or like what is going didn't on. Didn't even notice. They're just they like, didn't even respond. He's just like, I'm out and like just runs off and they're just like, Alright, we're gonna keep eating. Yeah. Yeah. Like no one says anything, no one noticed that Lila, like like a knife just hit their brother's chair and Lila just showed up and like yeah. no one cares. Did you did you notice the um uh Klaus makes a comment about his brothers eating like animals yes. and they have food like hanging <laughs> It'd be out nice their mouth. to have brothers that don't eat like barn animals. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because before he says something like, you know, it tastes better if you chew it as they're at least like just inhaling this food. Yeah. Um, and then unfortunately we see Lila in the worst possible way I could have thought they could reintroduce Lila. Yeah. I did not like this. Like, not at all. Well, and she, so, so Diego has a son now named Stan. According to Lila. Great. We yeah. assume it's his. Um, and she talks about how she's had Stan for 12 years. And it's his turn now. Yeah. It's like, okay, but... So she must have, like, bamfed from 1963 to somewhere in the where... timeline 12 years previously when she had a baby? Like, I don't understand I where the 12 years thing... I think she's been just going around. Yeah, but then she... I don't know. It's just weird. It's strange. Anyway. So yeah. she's had him for 12 years. Um, and now it's, it's Diego's turn, apparently. And she's just going to leave. Yeah, um, so and then she, I she mean, tells him to be good for mommy. But they make her, I don't know. She seems like all cracked out. Yeah, they and, make her like yeah. coked out and like, you know, huge bags under her eyes. Like, Yeah, I, I really do not enjoy how I, they brought Lila back. And like. Especially when Diego sh- was so happy to see her. Yeah, and then, but she was already like. Like, I understand that she's kind of like an alternative person to begin with. Right? Like, she kind of was just kind of Lila. Mm-hmm. But. I feel like they just, they were like, oh, we're going to make Lila, like, oh, it'd be funny if Diego had a son, but not at the expense of Lila. Yeah. Like, I feel like Lila is getting the shit into the stick. I'm interested to see where her storyline goes in this season, because there's obviously more to it than than just that. Um, I just, I really didn't like how they reintroduced her in this season. Yeah. Like, that just seemed like a huge disservice to her as a character. Right. Because uh, she's a great character. And she's a great actress, too. We saw I know, her right? in that other movie and, but we they, liked, and yeah. Yeah, but the, I just feel like they just screwed her. Red Notice, that's what it was called. Red Notice. We saw her in Red Notice. Yeah. Yes, that was good. But again, I think they just screwed her. Like, they're just like, yeah. fuck uh, I'm, it. I'm hoping like, it's like part of, I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. We, we see her again in episode two. I assume she'll be in more episodes than that. Um, she's gotta be. Yeah. 
because um, we well we saw in the trailer she and Vanya are fighting like together using their their power right. using Vanya's power right um anyway yeah so that's annoying Bugs then me. we've got <laughs> back at the Sparrow Academy house Marcus goes downstairs to find Grace and ask if she found this briefcase uh-huh. um, but instead finds her like worshiping the, the well she's writing a bunch of Eldritch mm-hmm. like well. hieroglyphic symbols yeah yeah, on the floor like a bunch of like he's like what are you doing and she's like i'm worshiping and she's Mm -hmm. humming to herself this little light of mine yes yeah super creepy real weird Mm -hmm. um and eventually she's talking about how she can't make out what it's saying and he's like it's just noise and she's like no listen it's it's not and she's like really excited message from god um he he, he goes up there and like puts his hand Let's like, just put my hand right well, into the first he, like, thing. he says he hears it and kind of like goes like a little trancey, and uh-huh. then he goes out and like touches it because you know apparently he is just as smart as Luther. Yeah, um, both number ones. Are fucking idiots. Yes. Yeah. Um, so he touches it, <laughs> energy shoots out and ripples all the way to the Hotel Obsidian, and then ripples back. Yeah. It kills the front desk guy's dog, and then it kills Marcus. Yeah. Well, okay. Kills. We don't know exactly. It disintegrates if it kills them. them and assumedly. It, it we can ass- I think we could assume that it kills them, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure. I feel like Marcus has a bigger role to play. I hope so, because otherwise, like that was just two episodes, was, and he just what, got, it was one episode. Yeah, it was the end oh, of one sorry, episode. first episode, and he got screwed, and he's so, just gone. I yeah, so hopefully there's more to that to him because he's just it, it, it's like very anticlimactic. He's just gone. Yeah, and then mom is, or Claire is just like not Claire. Excuse me, um, Grace. Grace. And it's just like. Oh. And she like kneels Marcus, down. She like kneels and down like a, yeah. and starts to like worship again. Super creepy. Yes. Yeah, I also it, it it's strange to me that it only takes out the front desk guy's dog and Marcus. Yeah. Nobody else. Well, presumably, I mean that's the only. I assume we've shown more though. Yeah. But like, there's there's other people that it like goes past and through and doesn't hurt any of them. Mm-hmm. So. I, I want more information about that. <laughs> and then we hear five saying that they've saved the world and now they're in the clear. Yeah. Which clearly. He's wrong. And then roll credits. Yes. Yeah. And there we go. Yeah. That was episode one of season three. Right. I so, thought it was a fantastic kickoff episode. I think I so really too. Liked it. I mean, the only the only gripe I have is just like they did. I think they did Lila dirty. Yeah. But I think um, I don't know. I just feel like I feel like they could have done a lot better for her and her character. I hope. I really hope that they give and, her a character arc this season. Yeah, again. and I hope that. Well, I don't like Marcus, I hope he comes back because I think he has uh, more to add. Mm-hmm. Um, unless they're just trying to get him out of the way so Ben can be. Yeah. Like number well, one. Well, you know, it like matches them up, I guess. So there's six of them on each side. Although you've got Lila, so there could be seven on each side. Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. we'll see. So, anyway. Um, yeah, do you have any announcements? I'm all set. Yeah, but no, go to the our Facebook page. Come check yeah. us out. Share us. Tell people about us. Right. Yep. Grab a friend. Have him join. Yeah. Grab a friend. Yeah. So what you need to do, put take your friend on a fun car ride, and then you just need to lock the doors, shut the windows, turn on our podcast, and then be like, look. We're going on a journey. We're going on a journey <laughs> for an With hour. With Ted and Nicole. And also, buy them some ice cream because it's hot outside. It it's is summer. hot. Yeah. 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 And buy speaking them of, ice cream. what's our current temperature? 75. Ooh. Gone up. A lot. It's very hot in our house. Three right degrees. Now. Yes. I'm sweating. My hair is it's dripping. It's not that hot, but it's really hot. Yeah. <laughs> we melt about 80. So anyway, um, goodbye. <laughs>